want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the Halo Talks 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to 1,000 by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on Chartable's top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the Halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of bringing to you Entrepreneur out of Salt Lake City, Taylor Stahl, coming in from Flowell. You might not have heard the name yet, but you're going to in the future. We're going to talk about the gamification of fitness. We're going to talk about tools that can be used and reward systems. So, Taylor, welcome to your first Halo Talks. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. Awesome. So, you got a background in IT. Um, you've obviously done a lot of, you know, game-changing things at companies you've worked for uh, in the past and, and, you know, put in prominent change, I think, in the companies, at least from what I read up on. Um, so what brought you into our industry and, you know, what frustrations are you trying to solve? Yeah, great question. I mean, at the end of the day, just trying to keep people healthy for their whole life. I think that all of us in the industry recognize that we can make good decisions throughout our life, then we're going to be you know, have long, longer, more enriching, more fulfilling lives. Uh, and, you know, a big trend is longevity. And so that's really where what I'm here to, to bring to market a solution to, you know, contribute to. The background on me, I was doing product management uh, primarily with preventative health uh, solutions in New York. Uh, so your neck of the woods and kind of saw firsthand, you know, how poor lifestyle decision-making just results in poor clinical outcomes and a lot of burdens on the individuals and the families. And, you know, really took it upon myself and my own experience uh, going through health challenges and finding uh, lifestyle frameworks that kind of resolve those, those challenges for me. I wanted to pay it forward and, you know, have amazing partners in my business to, and to do that. Awesome. So give us a little uh, bit of a window into what the Flowell system does, how, uh, health club or studio can onboard it and what needs to be done internally versus what you guys do on your end? Yeah, sure thing. So uh, Flowell is a, really aiming to deliver team-based experiences and lifestyle games that help clubs and coaches build and nurture communities amongst their members and, you know, really nurture active and potential clients to grow, you know, renewals, repeat purchases of uh, personal training, uh, and ultimately, you know, long-term revenues. Gotcha. And, and how much is the cost to, to get on board and, and what's, do you manage the reward system? Do you set the, do you set that up or do they, do they set it up? You know, what's the, what's the ref to get going? Yeah, for sure, man. So it's, uh, it's really geared towards, uh, trainers in that are leaders in the, in the community, um, for, for clubs. And in terms of getting up and running, it's 94 bucks per trainer. Uh, we basically provide the reward system and the gamification. Really, our intention is to bring members together outside of the club, just given the trends in the industry where, you know, people are expecting to spend some time in some of their workout uh, regimen in the club and then certainly have their own activities outside of. But what Flowell aims to do is to bring back a central 
uh, point of reference that the club provides, which is our our gamification engine, uh, some of the you know cool technology that I'm happy to get into, um, and the the trainer that they may or may not be working with in the club, but trying to drive that that relationship building, which is key to retention. Got it. Um, you know, when you looked at the industry before you started, um, did you see there a big white space that needed to be filled? Did you see competitors that were doing things and it's like, yeah, that's kind of what needs to happen, but you've got like a little bit of a window into like, this is how people actually behave. What was like the trigger point for you as an entrepreneur to say, I'm doing this. I've done enough research to be pseudo dangerous or convince my parents that like just have done my, <laughs> my diligence here, which I've had to deal with several times. So I'm not coming at you. No, honestly, it's all, it's been trial and error and, you know, success in learning, uh, through failure. And, you know, my partner and I, uh, started a, uh, started Flowell a year and a half ago, really with the focus on providing administrative solutions for online health and fitness coaches. We built the solution, it kind of ran into scaling issues and really had to go back to the drawing board and understand, you know, what does the client and the and the member, the person who's seeking a healthy lifestyle actually need? And the answer really wasn't, um, you know, more coaching or better programming. It was, uh, there were three things that were consistent across hundreds of interviews that drive you know, long-term healthy lifestyle decision-making, the first being community, the second being fun experiences, and the third being rewards. And so when we went back to operators and to coaches to, you know, ask the question, what are you, what do you have available to you? And what are the tools that you're using to facilitate that experience that, you know, your, your members and your consumers are actually telling us that's what keeps them going and keeps them motivated. And we largely were, you know, encountered with shrugged shoulders. And so that's really what uh, drove the pivot for us and, um, you know, started us on the path of building a solution that is community-based, team-oriented, providing engaging experiences that that nurture relationships uh, and offer meaningful rewards in a couple of different ways. Got it. So, Taylor, as you look at building a business, you get into the market, you've got something that you believe is going to be the, the right solution. How do you think about going after you know, certain accounts and maybe branded accounts. So you could say, Hey, I've got the crunch account or I've got the gold's gym or 24 hour or lifetime. You know, do you think about it as clients beget more clients and, and having a certain type of client kind of sets the tone for your sales process or how have you thought about targeting and like what a pipeline looks like for entrepreneurs out there that are thinking about starting a business? How do you think about that strategically? Uh, where I learned and, you know, my journey is, you know, transitioning the approach from a transaction focused sales process where it's just kind of spray and pray and you, you really go after whomever is going to accept your offer to a much more relationship oriented sales process. And it's all about, uh, you know, asking questions around, uh, you know, what is the pain point? And honestly, what I found success in is uh, asking what their ideal solution might be with some of those bigger accounts and uh, in getting those decision makers' opinion on the core problems that we know members and consumers alike have when it comes to the motivational factors that drive health, healthy lifestyle decision making for the long term and certainly spending in health and wellness. And um, that's been super successful for us. And, and honestly, 
integral to our product development and um, and market validation just because we are able to collaborate with folks who have, you know, 20, 30 years of industry experience and ultimately build something that we know is going to not only be right for them, but for their organizations uh, and organizations, you know, like that as we continue to, to scale up. Yeah. So what are some of the early wins that you found on your end where you could say, hey, we got this personal trainer, they had X number of clients, you know, this is what happened over the first 90 days or, you know, a challenge that you guys, you know, supported? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, to be very transparent, we're uh, super early in the journey and only have um, about 160 coaches onboarded into our beta platform uh, and be okay. in, the, in the app store by the end of the year. And then in terms of in terms of successes, I'd say that it's been mainly through the um, what we've been able to to offer because we it's we're relatively new is frankly community building amongst the the coaches and having that that validation of uh, you know it's been really difficult for uh, for these trainers and coaches to kind of have an understanding of the foundations in which they can build community and nurture relationships amongst members. And being able to pull people together in that that are at different stages of their career to be able to, you know, provide value through mentorship and through uh, advisory and just, you know, open conversations in, in groups has been, you know, an integral part of what we're building that's, you know, outside of just the strict software. Uh, but we've definitely heard amazing, uh, you know, testimony and, uh, and kudos from the, the customers that are, are on with us. And you know, certainly looking forward to, you know, having, being able to support those coaches as they, they get into, you know, 30, 60, 90 days with the application to be able to facilitate community and, uh, you know, really drive that, those repeat purchases and renewals. That is our main objective. Got it. Do you think that, um, look, I've been in the industry for 24 years now. Um, you know, a health club kind of used to own the member, if you will. Yeah. And everybody else kind of worked inside of that location to provide programming services, experience for those members. I feel like maybe after COVID, to use maybe a little bit of a stretch of an analogy, you know, maybe the health club is kind of like, you know, Madison Square Garden. And they're like the, they're like the venue. And what happens inside the venue is, you know, I've got different teams that are basically renting out or paying to use my venue. Um, and then basically the relationship with the fan, if you will, or the member is kind of like, I'm a New York Knicks fan and I have my own fan. Uh, I'm, I'm the Knicks and I have my own fan base. I'm the Rangers. I have my own fan base. You know, do you see or do you feel, because you're, you're, you're living it, that the personal trainer or the group exercise instructor might think, hey, this is kind of my community. And I'm like, it's being hosted inside of your club, but maybe I have more responsibility or more ownership over these specific members, which kind of furthers what you're talking about is basically like we're taking micro communities based on whatever it is, based on a goal, based on a time, based on an age group, based on an illness that we're trying to eradicate whatever it is like there are micro communities inside of it and maybe the owner of that community is the personal trainer or is the group exercise instructor or is the program director do you see do you feel that or do you see that or am i 
thinking like that there's something that's changed and maybe he hasn't. No, I think that, uh, you know, at the core of community, there's kind of three things. It's a common purpose, as you mentioned. Uh, it's a common place to congregate and communicate, which is likely the, uh, the studio or in our case, our, our application um, and, and community forums that we're building. Uh, and then the last piece is a leader. And so naturally, the, uh, the individuals who are most passionate, most skilled and trained and most willing to be able to pay, uh, you know, share their knowledge forward with interested members, uh, they're going to have a really strong opportunity to uh, influence those members over time. And, and the, the intention for us is to really, you know, create stronger uh, partnerships between uh, trainers and group fitness instructors and coaches uh, and club operators so that, you know, we're all on the same team and, you know, facilitating uh, the, all the different pieces that, you know, need to be in place in order for a, a member in this day and age is, you know, healthy lifestyle journey to be fully fulfilled, right? Both in the gym or the studio and outside of. And um, that's just integral, I think, for the future. And, you know, we certainly are aiming to bring to market a solution that, that bridges that gap. Uh, brings people together in a way that, uh, you know, all parties win, memberships retained, relationships are forged with the coaches and trainers to to add on that additional revenue line. And then also there is supportive opportunity amongst the member population, which is something that we've heard is really missing. Uh, you know, people go to right gyms, right. they've got their headphones on, people don't talk to each other. It's a, it's a tough thing compared to, I know when you probably start in the industry, you're, you know, high-fiving people when they, uh, when they finish their exercises. And that's something that, you know, would be amazing to get back to. And, and I think something the world definitely needs. Uh, but being able to provide that hybrid solution that relies on a leader to sort of, you know, pave the way in terms of what that might look like is, uh, is something that I think club owners and operators can really lean on group uh, fitness and instructors and coaches uh, to really facilitate that opportunity. Gotcha. For, you know, from a standpoint of um, rewards, we're, we're an investor in a company called Promotion Vault, which does gift card fulfillment on a rewards as a service basis. And they're trying to basically connect direct actions that a member will take and a reward and a validation of that reward. So you're not necessarily giving somebody, you know, cash reward that comes out of the P&L of a, of a club or a studio but gives them a $50 discount or $50 card to Lululemon or Whole Foods, you know, and connect that challenge or that action or fulfillment or result with a reward that doesn't necessarily cost the club dollar for dollar. Um, do you, are you finding out that the community needs like monetary or financial rewards in, in addition to, the ancillary benefits of feeling like you're part of, of a community and you actually have friends and, you know, you can text with people and you've got relationships you're building. Like, is there, are we in like this capitalist society that everything's got to have some monetary component to it? Yep. We sure are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good to hear. Yeah. Good that's hear. Um, like I was saying before, I mean, we navigated a pivot of our business by just really going and speaking to the consumer and the member who, you know, has, or, or is looking for a way to live a healthy lifestyle, you know, in, in perpetuity. And the three most important things in order are community, fun experiences, which comes through gamification and teams, and then rewards. 
And so that, it, it, and what we learned is that if one of those pieces are missing, then there's, there's room for, um, for attrition and, and not meeting the needs of the member or client. And so that's really where, you know, our solutions aim to kind of bring together all three of those to make sure that the, the formula is, is met and we you know there's no missing piece. And there's, there's right. some creative ways to, to do financial rewards nowadays that don't take, uh, you know, a dent out of the P&L. And I think that what you mentioned in terms of part- partnerships and gift cards and things of that nature is certainly uh, one of them. Uh, Flowell is using a, a, a spinoff of a play to earn model. So we are uh, basically tying, you know, health activity, uh, attendance at, at clubs that we track through wearables and integration that um, then translate into points within our, our gamification engine and can result in the opportunity to win cash rewards uh, through tied yeah. to the Ethereum blockchain. And, uh, you know, as in addition to other opportunities to redeem points, right? Like I, we have the, the gift card and discount code redemption, uh, certainly. And then, you know, one of the core pieces for us is that uh, we want to create an emotional relationship with each member, um, not just amongst the, their fellow community members, but also with, uh, with Flowell as an entity, because there needs to be trust there in order for, um, you know, an, an individual to, you know, share their health and lifestyle goals and data with our application. And so the way we're doing that is through uh, using that information to power a personalized uh, dynamic character or avatar within Flowell. Uh, and Got it. yep. So basically it's a mirror of your lifestyle and you can, as you live your healthy lifestyle that you accrue those points, you can update your, uh, we call it Wubby, your wellness buddy. Um, and you can update okay. it. Everybody's got their own. Uh, you can, you know, get new skins, swag them out, send them on adventures and continue to uh, accrue those points where those rewards are going to be, you know, more and more available over time. Got it. Um, yeah, we should definitely hook you up with the uh, promotion ball. They're also inside of 3,500 studios and health clubs. So it might be a good combination yep. uh, from a selling standpoint. So I've obviously aged well, but I'm probably twice your age. <laughs> I'm assuming, let's just say, or in that neighborhood. So let me ask you this question, um, and that's a, that's out of respect, by the way. You're a young entrepreneur, and you're going to make shit happen, and it's awesome. And I'm glad we're having this conversation, and we can be helpful to you. What are some of the things that you think, I think, resonate with you that definitely don't? So my point is, like, like my nephew's on, like, Fortnite. Yeah. You know, my niece is on Roblox. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't know how to read script, right? Because they never got taught script. They only got taught how to type and like block, you know, lettering. So I can't write a letter to my nephew and like in script cursive because they don't know how to read it. So what are some of the things that you would tell somebody who's been in the industry 20, 25 years and say like, look, if you want to cater to me, like here's certain words that like don't use these words or like I don't respond to like this type of offer anymore. Like, Give us a little insight into your generation or yeah, yeah. You know, like I know I know when someone's like sends me like oh that's awesome that's fire like I know what that means right fire it's it's really hot right okay my point is like what are some of the things that like a 40 to 60 year old health club operator would say like hey this is a great marketing initiative to go to the younger generation and, and you're like look dude this thing like drop like a dead mic on us um 
I'm putting you on a spot here. Yeah. But like, there's certain things that's like, dude, like, zero and free. Like, I know it's not zero. I know it's not free. Calling bullshit on that. Is there, like, hey, come in here to have fun. Well, I'm not really here to have fun. I want to get strong. I want to take my shirt off. I want to go to the beach. I want to go get a D. You know, like, what are some of the things that we should know about? Be like, dude, treat us this way or else, like, we're not listening. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to marketing to health and fitness, consumers, whether they're older generation or younger generation, there's some result that we're all looking for. I think that the younger generation is looking sexy is, you know, if we unfortunately sit around and, you know, watch a lot of TV and play some video games and whatever, then, you know, we might want to slim down and, and, you know, six weeks to a six pack kind of deal. Uh, yeah. I think that that, especially now with just sort of the genesis um, and, you know, maturation of of social media and sort of falsified, falsified sort of perception of oneself, which sucks. That is the case, but it is a good way to say it. I love it. And it's um, uh, it is for it is true for younger yeah. generations that you know we're still looking to look good on the outside, right? And I think that as as people go through their life, the the goal of health and fitness just shifts a little bit, right? And it's it's about longevity. Um, you know, and it, you like for me personally, it is about longevity. Like my routine is super diversified. Right. Like I spend time in the gym. I love to ski. I live in Salt Lake. I'm out in the mountains a lot right. running and doing a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation, like super well-rounded. And I think a lot of people want that as, and that is sort of the, the, the shift, which is probably no surprise to you, Pete, right? You want to look sexy when you're, yeah. when you're out in, in bars, when you're, you know, 18 to probably 26 and then it starts to feed yeah. a little bit but you know it's still definitely a part of the population that's like that yeah I, I feel like people have like gold gym as a as a uh as an example like they're near and dear to my heart i did the first that was part of the team that did the first private equity gold's gym deal yeah. and they used to have these like 60 90 day body transformation challenges and hundreds of thousands of people would sign up yeah to be part of this Gold's Gym $100,000 challenge. And the before and after pictures were just like incredible. Like you just sell off of those pictures of like people that actually came here, look like that. Now they actually look like this. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that there's no reason not to go back to that to a certain populations. Like, look, yeah, I want to get off my ass. I've been in, in quarantine or pseudo quarantine. And my social skills are obviously not what they used to be. Yeah. I might as well look as good as I can or get back into the game. The other piece of this, though, Pete, which I think is super integral to is to mention, is that despite everybody wanting to look good, like we're, and I'll make a generalization here, quite lonely. Like, and yeah, totally, bro. there is a, a, you know, flawed perception amongst a lot of health and fitness apps and businesses and whatnot, where the, the growth model is like, invite a friend, invite a friend. Uh, to come participate with me, which is awesome. But when I go, went and asked people, you know, do you have a friend to invite to go on your personalized health and fitness journey with you? Largely, the answer is no, because it's an incredible. That's so true. Do it. I mean, I've seen that, and I've seen it. Yeah, and so that's right. that's one of the things that you know we have. One, you mentioned Fortnite. One of the creators of Fortnite is is one of the investors in Flowa and Ben incredibly helpful in designing the team-based and community-oriented approach to what we're building because 
at the end of the day, the thing that's probably going to be most sticky is not so much bring your friends to have fun with you, but I can have fun with strangers who are on the same or similar journeys to me. And that is where, you know, we're kind of coming in with an intention of bringing people together who may not have known each other before. Yeah, no, I think that's really important. I, you know, I never really thought about, well, look, I moved out to Manhattan Beach, California from New York a couple, you know, several years ago. Um, and I was like, dude, I can't figure out how to find somebody to play tennis with me. Yeah. Like when I want to, it's like, I should have friends or I should find those people easily. And I just didn't at, yeah, at the time. And then I, a friend of mine was very, uh, had a lot of free time. So it was great. Cause and I knew him for 20 years. So it was very easy to, to reconnect with him to, to be my tennis partner. Um, but the point is like, like there are certain things that, that are a tell of, like if you offer somebody like you a membership and say, hey, you can bring a friend at any time. It's going to be like, hey, man, don't put pressure on me. You know, like, I'm going to like work out. I want to meet new friends. Yeah. Because my old friends would have signed up with me. So maybe that's not like Planet Fitness obviously does as part of their black card, which is great. Um, but that that's a great insight. And also, I think people need to go back to, you know, you work out and you do strength training, you know, to look a certain way in the mirror and to feel confident and that kind of you know, it's almost like the endorphins that create your confidence in everything else you do. So why run away from that? Yeah. Uh, why say like, we're just trying to help you with your mental health. Well, no, help me where I look in the mirror and that might help me with my mental health at the same time. So let's not bifurcate the two because they're actually highly connected. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that it really just depends on your, your target demographic, right? And that's something that we definitely have, have learned in this huge, huge lesson for me. Um, at personally as an entrepreneur is just not trying to speak to everybody, right? Like if your marketing hook is going to, is going to be in the, in the culture of your gym or studio is, Hey, body transformation, let's shed those pounds and make you ripped and oily and, and absolutely shining when you go to the beach. Like yeah. that's who you need to speak to. But if the idea is, you know, I want to yeah, throw a man grammar in there, yeah, well, you know, rechargeable man then you need to, you need to speak to that. And I think that, you know, a lot of people, um, do fall on either side of the spectrum. And uh, it really just depends on who your audience is because I do believe that the relationship piece and making friends and being aligned in the pursuit of, you know, an enriching and fulfilling life uh, that is driven by health and lifestyle, that's something that is going to appeal to, you know, certainly your demographic, but also mine as well as we continue yeah. to, you know, seek out yeah, look, we can hang out, man. Like, it's, our demographics aren't like, you know, independent. So we could do a, we could flow well together. You could be on my team, man. Right. I would love to be on my team. There you go. Yeah, you said you need a leader. You're a leader, I will. That's great. Well, All right, man. Well, look, welcome to the industry. Please use the term hero, health, active lifestyle, outdoors. We hate the word wellness. It's, like it's the opposite of illness. So if you're not sick, you're just okay. We're trying to create the halo effect and the gamification of the halo effect is is important i think it's going to become more and more important and anything we do to help you get the inroads in here uh let's keep in touch so flow well we'll have all the info in the show notes and uh keep doing what you're doing and find a special sauce because it sounds like you're you're onto it and you just gotta you know get there and then it's like the aha moment happens and it sounds like you're like on the precipice of that yep i'm glad you feel it too man well great to talk to you man thanks for the candor and uh, transparency and uh you know it's a, it's good talking to you thank you